Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. On a Friday night, it's the end of the week. Everybody's starting their weekend now. Hopefully, everybody's week went well. Mine had a few ups and downs, but you know what? We're here. We're doing all right. Instead of anything specific, I think this banner is just going to say Impact Wrestling News Updates. Because we're going to be covering a lot of Impact Wrestling News. William Gardner's in here. What is up, brother? Can't wait to do some Hard to Kill. Watch along with you tomorrow, along with a review over on that other little podcast called TN. I total nonstop impact impact talk for impact fans. And as I get into some of this stuff, don't forget, folks, to smash that like button and smash that sub button. Ring that bell for notifications. If you're watching over on the Twitch channel for Smash This Podcast, you can share bits, you can sub, and don't forget. Smash this podcast also now has audio for those who want your smash on the go. And there's also a little support button on that anchor FM forward slash smash this podcast site. You can support the podcast for less than a buck a month. There's a few different tiers. So by all means, if you listen to the audio, please do check that out. Terrence Sullivan, what is up, Swack fan? We're shaking bacon. Let me know how everybody's doing tonight. And let me know how excited you are about this. Well, you know what they say, card subject to change, right? The card is always subject to change. And in this case, well, you know, <laughs> look, I mean, look what year we just came out of, folks. Look what year we just came out of, 2020, the year where anything and everything could happen in the world of wrestling and sports, entertainment, anything, music, all around the world, completely obliviated by the pandemic. And it's still changing. Now, I don't want to like make assumptions here. I know there's a lot of little people. I shouldn't say I shouldn't say little people. I should say there's a lot of people out there making a lot of little assumptions out there about what this could mean. What's going on with Alex Shelley? Well, I tell you right off the bat, we're not going to make any assumptions. What does J Bone always say? Never assume anything in the world of professional wrestling that's right we're not going to assume anything could be covid could be could be you know tree fell on his house made a million toothpicks all over the place couldn't get out his damn front door could be anything folks could be anything could be he was so upset because he didn't get that new impact wrestling hot merch off of that 5 for 20 sale. Still upset I didn't get my Sammy shirt. Out of all the shirts I didn't get. <clears throat> Never trust a scumbag. Are you saying I'm a scumbag? Swag fan says, what's going on with Shelly? We don't know. It has not been announced why he's not in the main event of Hard to Kill. That's why I just said everything I said. We don't know. We don't know, and we're not going to assume. So do yourself a favor. Do everyone a favor. Don't throw around assumptions, okay? <clears throat> Terrence Sullivan is still waiting on his shop impact shirts. If you ordered them any time after the first of the new year around the time I did, they should be arriving soon. 
I know some people got them from this coast. Some people got them from that coast. I got mine from California of all places. Some little, some little town in you know north of LA. Like I'm like, wait, this, there's impact stuff over there. So it just depends on you know. I, I we don't know. I don't know how they have their shirts made and delivered or what. You know, I I have no idea. <clears throat> so. Terrence Sullivan has the opinion of this makes this main event even stronger. Well, you know what? It certainly makes it a lot more interesting as opposed to just this guy and this team versus this guy and this team. Because there's a whole nother picture going on now on Team Swan now, isn't there? And if you guys have not seen it, Please go to, I'm assuming they showed it on the uh, the Twitter box, the old face botch, or you can head on over to the old uh, impactwrestling.com where the news first broke. Um, but let's, let's cover a few other things first. So what we're we're gonna talk about a bunch of different things. We're not just gonna talk about moose because I didn't want to come over come on, come on here. Let's see, I was gonna take tonight off because Saturday is a big day. I'm gonna be sitting here for a very, very long time on Saturday for the watch along and then a review of Hard to Kill with my crew. So I was gonna take tonight off, but this news broke, so I was like, well, you know, if I'm gonna come on here and I'm gonna talk a little news ski. Let's make it worth everybody's while, right? So we're going to talk about Moose. We're going to talk about, um, I watched, now I, I record all these, but I don't watch all of them. I usually let like a bunch of them rack up and then I'll, I'll binge like three or four of them in a row. The Impact in 60 that airs after every, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, after every Impact Wrestling weekly episode on access tv which is a great little thing especially if you're on the fence for ordering something like impact plus on a monthly subscription basis or yearly they do have the the yearly now too which should be kicking in soon <clears throat> um rk shuttleworth just subbed thank you brother subscribed for two months thank you for your support bro thank you much love <clears throat> so yeah hit that sub if you subscribe you can well actually i don't have i'm, I'm used to used to saying this for tni because they have special um uh emotes you know emojis whatever i don't really have any but everybody uses all the TNI ones over here because a lot of people are subscribed over there. So you then you just could use them anywhere. So so throw up the emotes, throw up whatever. Just don't throw up on me. All right. So we're gonna talk impact in 60 um hidden gems. It was a special one they put together for this wrestle week, all preliminary stuff leading to hard to kill. <clears throat> um We we don't know, uh, Mayrax. We we don't know. We have we have no official like reason why. We're just gonna we're just gonna talk about it. We're just gonna talk about it. <clears throat> you guys can think what you want. You know, I don't want to I don't want to spread any fake wrestling news. You know, um, I mean we we know what twenty twenty brought us. So I mean there's a there's a few things out there that it could be. So we'll and we'll get into that. We'll get into that. <clears throat> um, so impact in 60, um, there's also some other impact related news folks. If you do not watch the Chris Van Vliet interviews, he just dropped one. I believe it was today or yesterday, somewhere in the last 24 hours, um, Thank you for the bits, Zach. Appreciate it. 
Um, he just did one with Don Callis. Very interesting interview. Some of it's kind of him. Some of it's kind of character related uh, as far as like the invisible hand. Um, so that's, that's very cool. I'll talk a little bit about that. And <clears throat> um, now this was, dro- this news was dropped a couple days ago and we covered it more on TNI, but we'll cover it here. Cause I didn't, um, I didn't go live on Wednesday when the news dropped. So uh, we'll start out with this. This is very exciting. I'm, I'm very, very happy about this. Um, and it's nothing against Josh Matthews and Madison Ray. Uh, Josh Matthews has been with the company for several years now. But this, as, uh, this is quite the shakeup in the commentary team. So Madison Rain is leaving the company. She's graduated from college. She's going to announce, I believe, at Hard to Kill what she's going to do with her career now. Um, and Josh has been in that seat with many different partners over the last, I want to say almost, it's almost like a decade he's been with them. I, I don't remember what year he started, but man, it's been a long time. <clears throat> um. Josh Matthews has been assigned to a senior producer role and he signed uh, after signing a new multi-year contract. Um, So congratulations to him first, first and foremost on this promotion. That's a hell of a promotion. So he's going to be doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff that we're, we're not privy to just, you know, working with the top dogs and whatnot, which he did a lot of already. It's not like he just has his TV role and that's it. For you, those of you who don't know, Josh Matthews wears many hats behind the scenes. Um, so starting at Hard to Kill, the commentary team is going to be a two-man team. It's going to be uh, Matt Stryker and D'Lo Brown. So Congratulations to them on that. Now, D'Lo has been with the company for a few years now doing backstage roles. Um, I'm not sure exactly what he's all been doing. Matt Stryker has also been with the company for a while now. Now, for those of you who have been with my channel for the last, I'd say, at least handful of years, um, you know my opinions on Matt Stryker, one of my favorite things to come out of this last decade of professional wrestling television is Lucha Underground. Um, in fact, uh, a little, little funny thing, um, Vampiro just did, because he has a new thing on his YouTube channel. It's kind of like, he calls it like Vampiro Radio or forget what he calls it excuse me um but he does um he does interviews with uh entertainment people from wrestling music and uh talks he does like his own thing own like podcast and um he does all sorts of stuff. He also started doing some gaming on his YouTube channel. What's interesting is he does it bilingual. He does some in English and he does some in Spanish. So uh, it's very interesting. I, I, I implore you guys to go check out his content. The day his stuff dropped about his conversation with Matt Stryker a few weeks ago, I ended up looking at my notifications and a handful of years ago, I dropped a video talking about. I, I did a, a very short series. It meant to be, it was meant to be longer, but there's you know it's it's typical history of my stuff. I start stuff that I'm really excited about, and then I stop, you know, because of other reasons. <clears throat> but it was part of a highlight series of Lucha Underground. One of the episodes I did was the commentary team of. Vampiro and Matt Stryker. 
And at the time, I didn't know much about Vampiro. I knew he was like a hardcore wrestler. I knew he wrestled in Mexico. He was on TV doing commentary. Beyond that, I really didn't know much about him. And so I did this video talking about Matt Stryker and Vampiro and how great they were. How it's just, just an integral part of this show. But in my ignorance, I said something to the effect of something about Vampiro's hardcore wrestling. And then he, so he left a very nice message on that video. And then he left a, Hey, if you don't know what I all did, you shouldn't, you know, say certain things on your, you know, something like that. He didn't like, you know, he wasn't like, you know, fuck you, J bone or nothing, but you know, and so, and I straight up apologized. Cause I was like, Oh my God, what the hell did I say? So I watched my video back and I apologized to him immediately just saying, I'm like, I'm sorry. I was ignorant to the fact that I just didn't know what you all did in the world of professional wrestling. If you guys want a great idea of what he does or has done in the last 20 plus years, Please go to Amazon Prime if you're an Amazon Prime member. His documentary is free right now. I've watched it a bunch of times because it's so damn good. It's so damn informative as far as like what he's done in the wrestling world. It goes all the way back to when he started and also covers integral uh, things that happened to him over the last handful of years dealing with wrestling travel life everything <clears throat> so please go check that out um but anyways back to matt striker but i just wanted to, <laughs> to let you guys know that yeah i popped for myself there for a minute for a minute because vampiro left a comment on there um i still say vampiro should be involved in commentary with matt striker that's that's my ultimate hope down the line somewhere in the world of wrestling but we're getting D'Lo Brown and Matt Stryker. I couldn't be happier. I know that Matt Stryker is not everybody's cup of tea. I get that. I've heard that several times over the last week. Um, some close cohorts of mine, um, people in the comments section. Um, <laughs> Critical Sting, you're so goofy. Oh, I love you. Where's my music? Um, but but Matt Stryker being a part of this team, I'm very happy with it. He does very good play by play, and it's not just it's not just play by play. He talks about the people he's watching. He does little little trivia things during the matches. He'll tell you little things about them, their past, where they came from, what's going on with them. All these little things he throws in there and how he expresses himself is such an entertaining way to do play-by-play, -play in, in, my, in my opinion. Um, so to see that again on a regular basis, I'm incredibly thankful for it that I get to see Matt Stryker on my TV again every week doing this. Um, and D'Lo Brown, we love D'Lo Brown, especially because we're doing the throwbacks over on TNI, and he's such an integral part of the company now because I, I, I know he was part of the Attitude Era and all that stuff with WWF back then, but I didn't watch any of that. So I'm watching a very unique part of D'Lo Brown's wrestling history right now as I'm reviewing the throwbacks with TNI, and I really appreciate him for appreciating him for what he's done. Now he's got a completely different role. He's working some behind the scenes stuff. I, I believe he was producing, but now he's going to be on the commentary team. And he's he's well spoken. He he can talk. He was what did they have him on the panel? I believe for Bound for Glory. I think was his like. I don't want to say TV debut but it's one of the most recent times that they put them on the other side of the camera for the audience. So by all means, folks, um, uh, let me know what your thoughts are, good or bad, whatever. You're not going to piss me off or nothing. Everybody's got their own opinions. But let me know what you think of this new commentary team of Matt Stryker and D'Lo Brown. It certainly is a change. 
Yes, Critical Stink, DeLorean Brown. <laughs> Polar's in here. What's up? We got a few other faces in here. Keanu's in here. What's up? He says, a few people bashing Impact saying there was a tweet that Shelly made about politics and Impact. I hate people who make assumptions. No, I no, I, I highly doubt. I, I wouldn't believe that for a minute that there is. Look. You could vote for whoever you want to vote for and and like whoever you want to like in politics. That's what makes this nation great is you have that freedom. Now, I know there's been a lot of different opinions about things that have happened in our nation, especially at our nation's capital. We're not going to get into that shit on here. Because it's a very <laughs> it's a very explosive topic, and I, I, I do not like politics, so we, we stay away from that on here. Um. So please keep that somewhere else, you know, keep it appropriate here to keep it to the topic. Thank you. But, um, but no, that's, they, no, no, it would take a lot more than that for them to change a main event. No, it's certainly not that. Mac McCall from Honolulu. What is up? Welcome. Hope you are well. Armand's in here. Critical Sting. Julian Bravo. Very excited for Moose, it looks like. All right, we continue. Pesh, what's up, dude? Am I drunk? No, absolutely not. Just full of charisma tonight. Very excited about this weekend. No, I am completely 100% sober. I had a great night of sleep last night. I slept like a baby. I got the most sleep last night that I've gotten in weeks. No, I no, I will not drink on here. I have drank on here before, and it does not end well. <laughs> we'll just say that. Racist fan rocks. What is up? Been a while since I've seen you in here. Hope you're well too. So, um, but yeah, please uh, let me know your thoughts on the whole uh, Matt Striker and uh, DeLorean. <laughs> D'Lo Brown joining commentary. I'm very happy about this. All right. Next subject. What are we going to talk about uh talked about don callis joining chris van vliet now this isn't just an excerpt from it that we're going to talk about because it's interesting whenever these kind of things come up don callis rejected multiple wwe offers to join the creative Team. This is from ringsidenews.com if you want to read the whole thing. And then there's also a link in the article straight to the YouTube channel to watch the full interview between Don Callis and Chris Van Vliet. But I quote the great, uh, the invisible hand, Don Callis. Um, says, I wanted to be the person pulling the strings. I was 29 years old when I said that Vince McMahon was not a guy who was going to allow other people into the tent. They had offered me jobs to move to Stanford on three different occasions, which I turned down. That's always been the goal. You don't want to be the person acting in the movie. You probably want to be the studio or the person who finances the studio that finances the movie. So very interesting little piece of history there from Don Callis talking about his history with the WWE and them wanting him to join them. I mean, we see what we're getting, whether you like team Kenny slash the invisible hand or, you know, the impact wrestling team, whatever for hard to kill. 
um, it's very interesting what's going on in wrestling right now. And the things that have gone around Don Callis regarding Kenny Omega. And he goes into all that in this interview. I don't want to talk about the whole thing, but it's it's very good interview. Please, because if I talk about the whole thing, you're not going to go check it out. Please go check it out. But he talks about his time in New Japan, um, the stuff with Kenny Omega wrestling Chris Jericho and a bunch of other things. And it's just it's very interesting because Don Callis is a, a very well-spoken individual and sometimes he comes off certain ways, but this interview is just a great look at who he really is in the world of wrestling. I think I think a little bit of it is character based, but a lot of it's like legit him. So it's interesting. Lakers is in here. What is up? Who else? Mark's in here. What is up? Says, hey, fam, watching Lost with my fam at the moment, but wanted to drop in and show some love. Cool, dude. Can't wait to cover Hard to Kill with you tomorrow. Yes, that was one very interesting point that he said right at the end of the interview. He said that he was not a wrestling fan. And I was and that comes across as very I don't know. It's just you hear it and it's like, "Wait, what? <laughs> then why are you an EVP of a wrestling company?" It's just that's why I said some of it feels like it's a little more character based than real life, you know. But um that's how some of Chris Van Vliet's interviews go a lot of them are reality based getting inside the, the person but you know sometimes they throw a little character in there depending on where they're from or what they're doing in the world of wrestling so um but yeah that that is a very interesting point thank you for bringing that up <laughs> it is funny j rock freak what is up to says i will give the interview a listen after this thank you Hakeem Fullerton, what's up? All right. Next, let's see here. All right, so we talked about the announce team. Talked about Don Callis. What else was I going to... Oh, I was gonna I was gonna look at this beforehand because this has to do with what I'm talking about or what I'm about to get. Um so this is an interesting little reaction to okay, so the other night um Impact in 60 was on after impact wrestling. And it was a hidden gems thing special for this week involving people that are in the main event of hard to kill. So one of the matches, and then we'll just kind of go into the impact in 60 and then we'll end with the discussion on Moose a little more. Okay. So impact in 60 had a match in it. Um, and I'm so glad I recorded this because I don't watch all these live. I obviously because I'm podcasting with TNI, but I'll go back and watch like a bunch of them in a row later. I'll binge watch like three or four. I'll pick some and watch them and then erase them. So I have like six or seven just lined up there on there now. But one of the matches on there is from DD, DDT Pro over in Japan. It's when Kenny Omega wrestled. El Generico, a.k.a. Sami Zayn in the WWE now, for the, um, uh, it was an open championship or some kind of, I forget what, what title it was. And he actually 
it, well, it, it, El Generico was under a mask like his character was back then before he joined the WWE. And, and he was, Sami Zayn retweeted a clip of Impact that they put this on Twitter the other night. And he retweeted it and said, I can't believe this was on TV the other night. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, um, it's interesting. It's a great match. Please, if if you don't watch these, these are fun to watch. I don't know where you can watch this if you didn't watch it live. Because um, I don't think this particular one is on Impact Plus. I looked, and there's an extensive list of Impact in 60s. This is not on there. They might put it on there soon. Just a guess. But this was a lot of fun. So... Um, this goes back to 2012 and Kenny Omega's, um, significantly younger here is, I mean, this is almost 10 years old, uh, El Generico, Sami Zayn underneath a mask. And they have a hell of a match back and forth in Japan. And this one had all Japanese commentary, which is, you know, for American audiences can either some people some American fans love that and they just get excited by how excited Japanese announcers get, even though they can't understand them or it could be a big turnoff for me. It's kind of like a little bit of kind of a gray line there. You know, it depends on, I gotta be really into it if I'm going to watch it with the Japanese commentary, because it's like, you know, you don't know what they're saying. You know, they're talking about the match and the people in the match, but you know, they're not talking about their, you know, flower gardens out back or something, but, <laughs> um, but one funny thing is some of the wrestling moves, they have the American names for, um, like one guy, like they gave each other a lot of brain busters in the match. And, uh, and one of them was on the apron wicked that Sami Zayn gave to, um, Kenny Omega. And you know, brain buster, and they're just you know screaming, and it's it's very funny, very entertaining. But yeah, so Kenny Omega, and we'll just kind of like go like right into the episode from this talking about this. So yeah, Sami Zayn uh, says, "I can't believe I saw this on TV the other night." Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm assuming he means that lovingly, like, "Wow, you can check this out." Um, Cause yeah, I guess it's, it's been almost 10 years and he's, uh, he's been without a mask for a long time. I think he only wrestled one match under a mask in the WWE. That was like right after he joined and then they took him out of the mask almost immediately when he went to uh, NXT. But so yeah, great match. Uh, Kenny Omega wins here. Next match is actually the first match that they showed uh, IWGP junior tag team titles. Now this is from global, what they call the event global impact Two, uh, motor city machine guns versus uh, Naito and you, you hero, you I, I know I'm botching that and I apologize. It's one of the guys that's in the bullet club right now. You hero um, both very young. So this matches a, about 10 years old as well. I tried finding a date on there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's about 10 years old, I believe or older, but it's, it's very young in Naito's career. So it's very interesting, uh, to see Elijah Washington's here. What's up? Yes, Critical's thing. That that's that's the guy. Yes. Yuhiro Takahashi. Yes, that is the guy. <laughs> Keith says thoughts on Wentz and Dez appearing in NXT. Uh congrats. I saw clips. I didn't watch the whole thing. Um I I never watch NXT, but congrats to them. They're uh, they are now mask MSK in NXT and I'm sure Trey will be joining them soon thereafter. So 
Elijah Washington, we are talking about the Impact in 60 that aired after Impact Wrestling the other night. It was uh, Hidden Gems. <clears throat> no, not drinking tonight. <laughs> but if you, you guys want to do a drinking game while watching me, by all means, go ahead now. And Basil's watching. What is up? <laughs> NXT versus Impact feels lateral to me, right? <laughs> Basil, Basil has a big weekend ahead of him. He's down there doing photography for um, Hard to Kill. So hope you got down there safe. Hope, hope you have a tremendous weekend. Can't wait to see you ringside and doing doing camera work and that's right. Hard to kill tomorrow is gonna be fire times three. Three times the fire. Um yeah, I can see your chat. Yep, I can see your chat. The only reason why some others can't is if they have something marked on their comments. Um, you have the option at the top to see the top chat or live chat. Live chat, I believe, shows everything. So depending on what somebody has their chat um, checked at, somebody might miss something. So don't get angry. Just means, you know, somebody didn't see your stuff. So that's all. And, and no, don't ask Basil about spoilers. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> so, um, <laughs> Basil says, you guys are going to have to order hard to kill if you want to see any surprises happening. There you go. There you go. The only thing that we know... That might be happening. That's been hinted by anyone outside of the company is uh, uh, Lance Archer just recently chopped off all of his hair and made some comments about maybe going back to the impact zone or something like that. So beyond that, we don't know anything. So we'll see. Ray asks, is Moose really in the six-man match now? Yes, he is. It is official. It is official. That was uh, announced this morning. And we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. <clears throat> um, all right. So, yeah, it was a very good match between Motor City Machine Guns versus Naito and Yuhiro. If I said that wrong, I apologize. It's, you know, it's one of those Japanese names not too familiar with <clears throat> uh, motor city machine guns wins here. They win the IWGP junior tag titles. Great back and forth. And that's, you know, this, this, this goes back what, 10 years ago. So everybody's flying around like crazy. It's, <clears throat> it's great stuff. Oh, Ray has an interesting opinion here. He says, uh, get rid of Saban and return Big Mike. Oof. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, but I know there have been opinions out there. People do want to see Big Mike back. I hear you. I hear you. I don't think it's happening, but hey, fan can hope, right? All right, so next here, this is very interesting. I've never seen, in fact, I've never seen majority of these. So I've seen a couple of these, but most of these I haven't. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Border City Wrestling up in Canada. It's Don Callis's uh, company in the Indies up in Canada. And he brought in some people from New Japan versus his own crop of wrestlers and his company. And um, I believe it was called East versus West. I forget what the name of the whole 
event was called, but this is, this goes back. I don't have an exact date for this one, <clears throat> but this is back when Phil Atlas was world champ at border city wrestling. And he was champ between 2012 and 2014. So it was somewhere in that timeline. So almost 10 years ago, give or take a little bit. Um, but Phil Atlas wrestled Carl Anderson in a great back and forth in this one. Phil Atlas defended his title successfully. Uh, let's see what else we got on here. 2012 Sting and Kurt Angle versus Aces and Eights. Aces and Eights being represented here by Devon and Doc Gallows. What did they call Gallows back then? D-O-C, the Director of Chaos, I believe. Um, Devon Dudley, of course, you know, the former DM, Devon Dudley. Um, or Brother Devon, I guess they call him here. And this is before the big reveal of Bubba, <clears throat> or Bully, as the president of Aces and Eights. Very interesting. Because he comes down at the end of the match, and he tries to uh, rescue Sting and Kurt Angle. So this one ends in DQ and Kurt Angle and Sting actually win because um, uh, weapons start getting used. More Aces and Eights members come out <clears throat> and they're attacking Sting and Kurt Angle and Gallows ends up now as soon as I saw this, I remembered it. Gallows end, ends up putting Sting through a table and then just beat him relentlessly with a ball peen hammer. Um, I remember seeing that on TV thinking, oh my god, this is you know, we're sometimes you you see certain things on TV is like, oh, this is this they are absolutely writing Sting off here for a while. It stings Sting is not coming back from this anytime soon. I don't remember the, what the results were after that when Sting appeared next, but <laughs> I remember that was my thoughts when I was watching this. Um, so, and, and then I, and I thought to myself, I was like, self, <clears throat> what do you think of, what if there was a situation where Gallows possibly did that to Sting one more time? Because Gallows and Anderson have been showing up on AEW television lately. <laughs> it's all good. Basil just messaging me. Um, so, yeah, thank you, Basil, for joining in the chat. Yeah, no, you're not going to get spoilers out of Basil. Basil is, is uh, <laughs> no, not Mr. Anderson, <laughs> Carl Anderson, Carl. Um, <laughs> you guys, different Anderson. Um, all right. So yeah, very, <clears throat> very brutal ending there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Very brutal ending there for Sting. And last, but certainly not least, uh, something rare, um, off of one of the, um, uh, I forget what they, what they call those weekends. Um, the WrestleMania weekends and everything else surrounding it, um, Somebody fill in the blank there. But anyways, <clears throat> this is from Pro Wrestling Revolver. I believe it's Sammy's company. And um, oh, <laughs> William Gardner here says, um, uh, Caleb with a K has been known to spill the beans. Oh, it's horrible. Critical Sting says, WrestleCon. Thank you. I knew it was, yes. WrestleCon weekend. Thank you so much. Couldn't, I knew it was Wrestle something. <clears throat> Thank you. So, um, oh, William says, one and done. I was there live. It was sad. 
They killed him. They done killed him. <clears throat> um. So yeah, but this this is for WrestleCon weekend. Uh, three years ago now, I guess you could say, close to three years ago, right after, <clears throat> right after Rich Swan was let go from the WWE for some controversial things that happened, and um, where where that's that's out of the we're not we're going to discuss all that, but. So he was right on the fence of like leaving the industry. And then he said, what did he say? He said some friends, some dear friends of his in the wrestling industry got together with him and decided, and uh, well, they wanted to bring him in for this event and it ended up changing his mind and bringing him back to wrestling and loving wrestling again. And um, so at this event, there was a scramble match and I don't know everyone that was in this match, but I'll list off uh, some very interesting names in here. Uh, Gringo Loco out of Chi-Town, uh, who's also been seen in MLW that I've covered before. Um, Ace Austin, a very young Ace Austin. Uh, Larry D. Uh, William Gardner's favorite person on TV recently, Matthew Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> who is actually the, the scramble champion here. I, I am sorry, Bill. I had to say that. <laughs> He's been very, let's see, uh, critical of uh, <laughs> his comments about Matthew Palmer uh, versus Moose and all that over the last few weeks. And very entertaining to say the least. If you don't know what I'm talking about, please go check it out on TNI. Um, and Rich Swan and uh, the pop for Swan here. Everyone's so excited that he was involved and he ends up winning the match. So, um, so I feel like I've watched this before. I don't know if I watched it live, um, but I know he did come back that weekend and I'm pretty sure he was involved somehow at whatever impact wrestling show there was that weekend as well which prompted a lot of people, including myself, to say, hey, I hope they sign him. And I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember what he did with Impact that weekend. If that was a Lucha Underground one or what, I forget. <laughs> Bill Carter, his, Matthew Palmer, that son of a... <laughs> yes, Critical Sting. Palmer was on that match, yes. Um. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Critical Sting also says Shug D, yes, a.k.a. Pineapple. What the hell did they just call him in AEW? Jericho always screamed it when he saw him on TV. It was a Pineapple Pete, I believe. He even had a T-shirt made, which was actually a really great-looking T-shirt as well. Uh, and Dirty Andy, Dirty Andy Dalton, I believe, was his name. Uh, and I've seen him before in the Indies. And the Lakers, Palmer, shaking my fucking head. <laughs> some great, re some great reactions to Palmer. And I will say this about Matthew Palmer, and then we'll go on to the next thing here. Um, he is in significantly better shape now than he was a few years ago. So I will give him that. So um, interesting little little thing there. So. Uh, yes, Larry D was a beast in this. I agree, Lakers. Yeah. Oh, he's a, he's a, he's a beast in general. Hopefully he gets a, he gets a, a work pass this weekend and he shows up somewhere soon at, uh, Impact Wrestling. Hey, maybe even hard to kill. Maybe we'll see. So, oh, that's right. Critical Sting says Airwolf was also in this. Did I not write that down? No, I didn't. I did see him. Yeah, he's great. He's also part of AEW now. So, uh, all right. So that is the impact in 60. A lot of fun. A lot of great matches that I've never seen before, all involving people from the main event at Hard to Kill this weekend. And now, 
why everybody came here. Let's talk. And I mentioned it in the beginning, but there's more people here now. So I want to get your responses as well. It was announced earlier today. Uh, Moose is replacing Alex Shelley in tomorrow's hard to kill pay-per-view main event. We click on the article at impactwrestling.com. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but uh, just part of this here uh, says there's been a huge change to tomorrow night's industry shaking hard to kill pay-per-view main events. Uh, Impact World Champion Rich Swan and Chris Sabin will now team with Moose as they battle all elite wrestling world champion Kenny Omega and Impact Tag Team Champions, the Good Brothers, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson. Moose replaces Saban's Motor City Machine Guns tag team partner, Alex Shelley, who informed Impact Wrestling late last night that due to, this is all it says here, unavoidable circumstances, he will be unable to travel to Nashville for hard to kill. So he's, he's unable to travel, which means a lot of different things. Could be weather. Could be family, could be a sickness in the family, could be could be so many different things. But we, I don't want to like pass fake wrestling news on. I'm just reading what the announcement says. It says due to unavoidable circumstances, he cannot travel to Nashville. So, um, Scott, I'll read one more section here and then you guys can read the rest on your own. So Scott Demore says, when we got the news from Alex, there was no question what we needed to do. Uh, extraordinary circumstances call for extreme measures. I personally contacted Moose and he accepted the match immediately. I know Rich Swan in particular has his issues with Moose, with Moose but this is time to uh, put personal issues and egos aside. And, and if you want also in the news section of impactwrestling.com, it has a great live response of uh, Rich Swan showing up at the studio and him confronting Scott Demore about teaming with Moose. That is also very entertaining. So let me hear your thoughts on Moose joining the main event, teaming with Rich Swan and Chris Sabin, the other half of Motor City Machine Guns against AEW's world champ Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. You could say two fifths. Of the Bullet Club, Carl Anderson, <laughs> and Doc Gallows. Uh, here's a few responses here. Polar says, Moose is awesome. Critical Sting says, Main Event Moose is a different animal. Yeah, I I, I would completely agree with that. Um, And it's been a while since he's been in the main event. I mean, besides Genesis. And that, guys, if, if you have not seen the main event of Genesis, his um, last man standing, or excuse me, not last man standing, excuse me, uh, I quit. His I quit match with Willie Mack, please do yourself a favor and go watch this. It's blew our minds, and, and we even did a watch along for the event as well. Um, Lakers says, I fucking love Moose. All right, there you go. Um. Uh, Polar says, I'm glad Impact is keeping a lid on Alex. It's res it's uh, let's respect their privacy. Yeah, because we we don't know the reason. I mean, we we know the reasons why other things have happened over the course of this past year regarding the pandemic. We don't know. We don't know if he got sick, if it has to do with anybody being sick. It's a travel issue, and that can mean so many different things. So, um. Polar also says main event went up by 1,000%. 1,000%. 
is that do you mean like is that a, a good thing or like one thousand percent bad like up like thousand percent more horrible or let me know um joey z's in here what is up uh maber x says i'm not mad about moose being inserted in the match it's great but i do hope they give a good reason storyline based yeah you know what let's address that um they're probably not going to reveal anything more than what I'm saying here as far as beyond the press release regarding what's going on with Alex. I'm sure they will inject some storyline thing into it. I do trust Impact Wrestling that much that they'll um, they'll do something like that. They... They did the same when when there was a hiccup. It was more than a hiccup, but for now we'll just call it a hiccup. Um, was it Bound for Glory weekend when Kylie Ray went back home and um, uh, couldn't participate for for reasons beyond our understanding? Um, they did a great job in countering that and threw Sue Young in the main event and made a whole new storyline. You know, and over the course of that set of tapings, just completely reconfigured everything for the knockouts, which is tremendous. So I fully, I fully think that, um, and expect Impact Wrestling to, I mean, it's, it makes, I mean, there's a much, there's a much bigger picture to this. There really is. <clears throat> um, Terrence says, thank you for covering the impact in 60. These are great. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Thank you for tuning in for this. Uh, and they're fun. They're fun. I know I had said a long time ago that I was going to be uh, reviewing all of them, but it's, you know, you know how that went. So, <laughs> but yes, they are fun to watch and look back on. Um, but yeah, we, we have to trust that impact wrestling is going to, come through and, and give us, um, I mean, Rich Swan's reaction. We're not even at the weekend yet. Rich Swan's reaction to Scott, the doing this priceless. He, I mean, he is freaking out. Like you have a whole roster of people to choose from and you pick the moose. <laughs> There couldn't have been a more controversial character to throw in this main event. It certainly is going to make this a lot more interesting. Does, I'm going to ask this question. Because there's going to be so much. That's what I'm looking for. Because there's going to be so much discontent on Team Swan in that corner, is that do, do we almost want to say it could be a guaranteed victory for Team Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers? I mean, that's really going to mess with everybody's head. Think and think about it. It's it's not just Swan and Moose. Think about Saban. Saman doesn't have his tag team partner there. So that's a good amount of, um, you know, tag team camaraderie that's going to be missing from this match. How many times have we said in the past, watching the Motor City Machine Guns match, you know, where they do all the combos together and everything? Who is Saban going to do that with now? I mean, he... Size-wise, it would make sense if he did a lot of that stuff with Swan. But is that gonna are they gonna be able to do some of that? I wouldn't expect Saban to do that with Moose. I mean, it's really gonna throw stuff off, you know. It's um this is wild. 
it's it's just really going to throw a whole nother dynamic and story into this match. So it's not just, you know, Omega and the Good Brothers beating down Rich Swan and Motor City Machine Guns. Now you got Moose in this corner over here, like, you know, fighting for, you know, team impact in a sense, you know. Um, it's crazy. It's really crazy. I, I really... I mean, this this main event was must-watch as far as things going into 2021, you know, big shows. But now this, them injecting Moose into this made this even 10 times more must-watch. Because we're all going to be on the edge of our seats like, how is Chris Saban going to interact with Moose and Swan because... Now, his usual tag partner is somewhere else. Is Swan going to be constantly looking over his shoulder at Moose, not trusting him? Is he going to be able to focus on this match and do what he's supposed to do? The person who has to worry the least, in my opinion, is Moose. Moose could do anything. I mean, he could really wreck stuff for his team, or he could hit a grand slam for his team and help Rich Swan and Chris Saban and himself shut Kenny Omega out of this company for good. Get rid of the invisible hand, if you will. <laughs> Well, that's a different invisible hand. Um, um, <laughs> totally different hand. So, um, so yeah, that's my thoughts on this. I can't wait for tomorrow. It's going to be a long night, but it's also going to be a great night. And by all means, Leave your thoughts. I'm not going to read everything now, but I'll, I'll read them later. Let me know your thoughts uh, in the description below, if you're watching the replay of this especially. Your thoughts on Moose getting in, injected into this main event of Hard to Kill, tagging with Rich Swan and Chris Saban versus Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. I can't wait. Um You'd almost think it's got to be guaranteed shenanigans, but you never know. <laughs> uh, and I'm not going to assume any other kind of shenanigans as far as, you know, surprises or anything. We'll have to wait and see. But we are going to be doing the live reaction over on that other little podcast talk, Total Nonstop Impact live reaction during the pay-per-view. Uh, the whole crew coming in and out during it, uh, giving our live reaction to all the action. And then... Shortly after, we take a deep breath after Hard to Kill is over and we'll review everything, all the results, and all the crazy action that went down. Because it's really going to be nuts. It's going to be a wild, violent, very violent pay-per-view. Uh, especially that barbed wire match. My God, that's going to be sick. Too, uh, too much for television, some, are, some people are saying. Um and as we get out of here, folks, don't forget to smash that like button, smash that sub button, and ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. You can sub on the Twitch. You can cheer bits as we get out of here. Thank you so much. And I don't know when STP is going to be back. Probably, um, we'll say Monday. How's Monday sound? We'll, we'll come back Monday and... Um, I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do on Monday. Maybe we'll do another throwback knockouts thing. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do because we haven't been watching a lot of WWE lately. I think what we're gonna do is when Royal Rumble comes, we'll review the Royal Rumble, and usually Royal Rumble on the road to WrestleMania is a lot of fun. So that'll be kind of like my own personal reset for watching WWE stuff because I've kind of gotten away from it for the last few weeks. Just, just hasn't, I just haven't been into it. But Royal Rumble is usually very fun. 
even given the circumstances of what's going on around the world, um, man, the last one was so good. It really was. It was a lot of fun. Edge came back. Who knows what surprises we're going to get at that one. So, yeah, thanks for watching. I'll come back with STP Monday unless something insane happens over the weekend. Besides, hard to kill. I'll come on here with another news bit or something. We'll see. But other than that, plan on Monday. And, um, yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Have a tremendous weekend. Watch the watch along live with us. See us react to everything and then watch the hard to kill review. Can't wait to see it. We'll see you.